Good morning. Let me tell you something. The devil is the prince of lies. We know this. The Bible tells us this. But we ignore this. We truly do. We let our own doubts deceive us. We say we trust in God. We say we trust in the Lord. But in our own personal relationships, we don't trust the people we're with. Well, if we're trusting in God, doesn't that kind of counteract? Let's say you buy a car. The salesman says, you know what? This has great mileage. This is the integrity of this engine. Perfect German engineered. It's got a five-star rating. Okay, so you buy the car. And you're driving down the road. And you start to think, you know, what if this car breaks down on me? It's not logical. You just bought the car. It's brand new. It's not rational to think that the car is going to break down. But it pops in your head. It's that doubt. It's an evil seed that germinates within the garden. Why do we allow it to? Why do we allow it to? We can, we can sing praises to Jesus all day long. Talk about how faithful He is. And how much we trust Him. But in our own lives... We don't trust our brothers. We don't trust our sisters. We don't trust anybody. It's that seed of doubts that's planted in the garden and it germinates. And before long, all of the roses are dead and you're standing there in the dark being pricked by thorns that you created. This is not Joel Osteen talking to you right now. This is not prosperity preaching. It's not all roses and sunshine, people. It's not supposed to be. We're supposed to pick up, carry the cross. We're supposed to struggle because that struggle brings us closer to God. What gospel means? It means the good news. We're supposed to carry that good news with us. We're supposed to relay that to our brothers and sisters who do not know their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who have been misguided. We are representatives. We are ambassadors. And we reproach one another, sometimes out of love, sometimes out of doubt. We don't own our own mistakes. We look to blame others. We look to blame circumstance. Why is that? Why is that? Because we don't truly trust in God. When you're a child, your mom, your dad, they take you to the park, you feel safe because you trust your parents. But in this world, do we think we're safe? Do we think we're being lied to? Yeah. Because we're not trusting God. The devil, prince of lies, right? The great liar. He's running the world right now. So we're thinking because he's running the world, everybody's a liar. Our sister, our brother, they're lying to us because we've been lied to in the past. So we let, we let that spill over. You ever had a relationship where the person cheated on you? They lied to you? Manipulated? And then maybe you meet a really good girl. Maybe you meet a really good guy. 
And just like Ruth and Boaz, you, Boaz inquired about her character across the field. He didn't doubt her because of his past. He didn't doubt her, but we do. Let me tell you something. Within the first 15 minutes of meeting somebody, let's say you're, let's talk about Christian dating. Let's say within the first 15 minutes of dating somebody, I can guarantee you one of the first things they're going to say is, I was hurt bad. I've got my guard up. I don't trust easily. Within the first 15 minutes, any woman you sit with, any man you sit with, they're going to tell you that. I don't trust easily. My trust has been broken. You have to earn it. Let me ask you a question. Did Jesus Christ ever tell you you have to earn his trust? Did Jesus Christ tell you, you know, I was nailed to a cross. My own people betrayed me. I've got my guard up. So when you pray to me, it's going to take me a while to, it's going to take me a while to warm up. It's going to take me a while before you earn that. No, he didn't, but we do. Not all of us. Not all of us, but some of us. I know some who do, some who don't. You know, I have a really good friend and this person, she's not like that. I've got a buddy, he's not like that. So we know that not everybody is like that because they truly trust in God. And I'm not saying that the ones who don't, don't truly trust in God, but there's something going on there and it's a seed of evil that's been planted and that garden is germinated. Now what? But I want to touch back on that point again. I want you to do that. If you're, if you're dating in the Christian world or maybe it's just a personal relationship, a friendship or whatever, count the minutes within meeting them before they tell you that they, they've had their trust stolen before. They've been broken before. We're so quick to tell everybody we've been broken. We've all been broken. When you pray to Jesus, you get that feeling on your heart. Does he tell you he's been broken? Maybe come back tomorrow, Chris. I've been broken really bad. I don't, I don't feel like trusting you right now due to circumstances and some stuff going on in the world right now and maybe some cell phone issues, maybe some issues in the news or whatever. I'm feeling kind of shaky. I'm feeling kind of suspect. I don't know. Come back to me later after, after I've gotten myself together because I've been broken. Now, he doesn't say that to you, but you'll say that to everybody else. There could be a really good person who is reaching out, who's trying to establish a relationship with the Lord. And they're lost. And they need you to do your job and preach the good word. Tell them how much Jesus loves them. But you're so scared because you've been hurt before. So you don't trust this person enough. Here's the prince of lies again. You're letting the devil dictate your own personal relationships and then you turn around and say how much you trust in God. Prove it. 
Prove it. Actions speak louder than words. How many times have you heard that? Growing up, my mom used to say that all the time. Actions speak louder than words. Hypocrites. What hypocrites? Then prove it. You know, we live in a world full of cowards. Yeah, this isn't Joel Olstein talking to you. This isn't prosperity preaching. It's not all bed of roses, like I said. It's not, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, and it's not supposed to be. Like I said, we're supposed to pick up that cross. We're supposed to carry that cross. We're supposed to struggle because it brings us a deeper, closer relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I am so tired of hearing people say how broken they are, how somebody has hurt them. So you have to earn their trust. And if something happens, some coincidence or whatever, that trust is broken. It's a red flag. It's a, I'm so tired of hearing people because I have a lot of friends who are in the dating world and I remember my buddy a couple weeks ago. He said, well, she said there's a lot of red flags with me. That's because she's looking for red flags. It's because she's planning red flags. It's because the devil's walking in her garden, just every foot dropping a red flag, dropping a red flag. And she's looking at him. She's watching him. She's not listening to God. You think she's listening to God? No. She's listening to the devil. You people need to wake up. And am I saying that I'm innocent of this? Absolutely not. I put myself in the category with you people. I'm talking to myself as well. We need to shape up, though. It's all lining up. He's coming back. What are you going to be doing when he comes back? Are you going to be doubting? How many people, how many of your sisters and your brothers could you have led to Christ? But because you were dwelling in your own sorrow and memories of being broken by others, you were unable to establish a relationship. Therefore, you could not relay a relationship between that person and Christ. You could not preach the gospel. You could not tell them the good news because you were wallowing in your own self-pity, talking about how broken you are and how afraid you are that you're going to get broken again. I guess it's a good thing when Jesus was in the garden, he didn't have that approach. It's sad. It's really sad. How strong of an influence the devil has on us. All right, I've gone over 10 minutes. This isn't a, a typical broadcast for me. This is more like, I guess, how I talk when I'm giving a sermon. <clears throat> but y'all know me. I've had to reboot the channel, so maybe you don't. This is like the third episode. Um, if you're not familiar with my podcast, it can get kind of heated sometimes. It's out of love. If you've ever been to one of my sermons, you know. It's out of love. And if it hurts your feelings, don't, don't come back. Because, you know something, I'm not here to make people like me. You sit in the pew, you come to the church... I'm not here. I'm not preaching for the amens, okay? I'm not preaching for the hallelujahs. I'm preaching the good news. And the good news is this. 
God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he loved us that much. He wasn't worried about being broken. He went to that cross and he died for our sins. You open your heart to him, he's not going to say, hey, I got some trust issues. Come back to me later. He's not going to have you earn his trust. And if you don't know your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you want a personal relationship with him, and that's the best relationship you're ever going to have, you need to confess with your lips and your heart that he is your Lord and Savior, that he went to a cross and died for your sins and rose so that you could be saved. And I'll tell you something. Like I said, that's the best relationship. That's the only relationship you need. We live in a world of hypocrites and liars and cowards and people who play games want you to jump over hurdles and through hoops to earn their trust. But Jesus doesn't. Jesus isn't like that. Guys, I hope you have a great day. Like I said, some of you, this may rattle. I always say that when I preach some of this. Some of you, this may rattle. It may not be for you. And, you know, if, if you want somebody to give you muffins and some orange juice and pat you on the head and tell you everything's going to be okay, go ahead and sin all you want because Jesus loves you no matter what. Tune in to Joel Olstein or go to one of these progressive churches. They'll tell you that. They'll pat your head, rub your back, I'm not here to do that. Like the whip in Jesus' hands in the temple. Reproach out of love. And I'm going to say one more thing. Everybody really needs to examine their own hearts. We pray to God. We say, Lord, search my heart. Well, today, why don't you search your own heart and see what you find. Own the fact that you're not perfect. Own the fact that you make mistakes. Because there's so many people there always blaming everybody else. Own the fact that you're not perfect. There was only one man who was perfect. The greatest phenomenon ever crossed the horizon of this earth. Jesus Christ. Do you know him?